Do you want to join? You can join. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I hold on. Let me join. show. I'll be right back. And I'm like, this happened recently with Kenna James. I'm like full on hard. And I'm just like, I just want to have sex. So just give me 30 minutes. I'll be back. Okay. And you have to take a break so your roommate can join in. This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we talk all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships to the adult industry itself answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sexy, Funny, Raw. I'm Sylvia Sage. I am your host, and I am here in studio once again with my very good friend, Sean Alf. It's true. I am here. And you are my good friend. And yes, we are good friends. Okay, so we talked about it last week on our episode, but Sean is kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to the industry. He started out as a porn writer, and then he moved to a production assistant. Uh, he's worked as a performer, a director, like everything porn you kind of no. encompass. Everything except for being an agent. I haven't been an agent. No, who would want to right. be an agent? No, it would be the worst job ever. Oh, it's like babysitting toddlers. Hurting cats, yeah. Uh, no, thank <laughs> you. Toddlers who make a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you have to put up with their shit. Yeah. <laughs> like they complain. You're like, oh, okay. yeah. And I have to do it because yeah. they pay my salary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would never. Don't do that. Uh, no. Okay. No plans to. Good. So I feel like, Sean, you probably have more tips in the bedroom mm -hmm. than anybody else because you've seen it from all different angles. That's true. I have. I've watched a lot of it. I've, you know, written participated. It, I've participated. Written it. All the things. Yeah. I've read a lot about it as a sex writer in Tampa. So, yeah. you know, I came out from all those angles. Um, and obviously, I'm a master at sex, which you know personally. A master. Yeah. Yeah. Best, probably. I mean, ever. honestly, you're great enough in bed that I've had sex with you for money and not for money. It's true. That's a big compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone I sleep with for not money, that's a huge win. You yeah. need to mark that in a book. <laughs> <I'm putting laughs> I'm putting it in my Twitter bio. Yeah. At <laughs> sex with Sylvia Sage and not for money. Not, not for money. She just did it. I don't She called me back too. So I don't know. And what we're still friends. Happening? Yeah. Yeah. How no do you feel about that. foreplay, Sean? Out the window. <laughs> no one needs that. <laughs> First of all, guys, just go in dry. <laughs> um, okay. So my biggest tip for how to um, be good in bed is to ask your partner what they like because mm, big tip yeah every woman is different that's the truth the biggest thing that i see with so many guys is hubris and um having the i know everything mentality yeah and or even you've probably had guys mansplain orgasms to you and be yeah. like so a guy will learn something that got one of his girlfriends off yes. and then he'll think i need to do that to every woman because mm -hmm. that's how every woman gets off mm -hmm. and by the way i've seen women do this too um i've seen uh, this one woman i'm thinking of specifically she knew how to make herself squirt and it was very specific. It was like a lot of pressure and um, specific amount of, of speed. And I watched her in a girl-girl scene and she was doing that to other women mm. without really asking them what they wanted or if that worked for them. So it cuts both ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, I certainly have go-to moves that work for most men, but you're right, they don't yeah. work on all men. Yeah, they don't yeah. work on all men. So just like being flexible and not thinking that you know everything and not thinking that you know how to get every single woman off 
is I think the biggest thing. And so navigating it, and it doesn't have to be like right before sex, you're like, what gets you off? But like, it can be part of the fun flirtation. Like we're talking about sex now and you're probably going to tell me some things. Like I know you don't necessarily like um, guys going down on you. That's accurate. So that's something I put in my head and I'm like, all right, she doesn't really love that. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. I might do a little bit just to get it wet, but um, yeah. So the biggest thing foreplay starts way before you're actually in the bedroom. It's like doing reconnaissance info where you're like getting little things about what they like. You know, it's funny that you said that the foreplay starts, you know, a long way before you actually get there. And then you said in the beginning, you said, yeah, no foreplay just shove it in dry. (laughs) Both of those things, like, I have a very clear memory of a guy that I dated and it was a long distance relationship. And we were constantly every day because it was long distance, we're constantly messaging sexually explicit things to each other and like what we want to do to each other. And when he would get to my place to like see me for the first time, it really was just like a rip off pants and like go dive right into it. But again, I don't necessarily love anyone eating me out so if you can just spit on it and throw it in like that was also like game game day for me i was like i love that like my foreplay was months of not seeing this person so when it got down to it i was like that was it that was our foreplay is already done we don't need anything else stick it in yeah so yeah it can go both yeah i mean part of it too is just being good at reading people and yeah reading the room and reading the moment um because everybody it's different. Like, is every- it reading the room, or do we get a cheat sheet with porn? Because in porn, we get a yes <laughs> and no list. We get a like, what are you into checklist that mm-hmm. you get to run through with your scene partner. Do you feel like that we get a cheat system in porn as opposed to real life? You don't get that. Yes, yes, and I would say that porn has like made me take that uh, cheat sheet into regular yeah. life too. Yeah. Um, but I would also say that like. <laughs> the first time you have sex with somebody, um, don't try to do all of the porn things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like don't, especially like a big one for me. And this is also just self-preservation. A woman says that she's like really into rough sex. That doesn't mean you need to crank it up to a hundred. Right. The first time I would recommend testing out a few yeah. things, seeing what she like, what she responds to. Um, because your version of rough and her version yeah, of rough maybe might be very, very different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with that one, with the rough stuff, what I've started trying to do recently is like, if a woman says she likes being slapped or slapped in the face, I'm like, okay, I want you to slap me in the face. Mm. How hard you like it. So that I get a sense of it because it just means different things to different people. Yeah. And especially a big, big one is like, working with somebody in porn who likes rough stuff versus somebody outside of porn who says that they like rough sex is you do not know what you're getting. (laughs) It could be like, Oh, I was spanked once and that's rough sex for me. So it's much as Meanwhile, we have consent forms to like light you on fire, you know? (laughs) So it's a different level. Um, But along with that and talking about like the cheat sheets is like, so I stopped drinking about two years ago is actually when I started performing more. Mm-hmm. It was also just to maintain the body because drinking it's so hard. ruins it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but also to help get rid of anxiety and stuff too. But um, I noticed when I stopped drinking now, when I have like casual sex for the first time with a partner, 
it used to be like we would have a few drinks and we'd loosen up and mm-hmm. you know we'd start touching, start kissing. Now I'm just so sober that I'm like, um, do you want to start kissing? <laughs> <laughs> There's it's just not smooth or flowy, which is good in a way. It just takes some of the like the magic away, I guess. Yeah. But um, with that, I've also been much more like openly like what are some things that you like and yeah. talking i know it it can be really hard to do at first but i think it can be helpful no um, absolutely yeah. i love a porn cheat sheet i think it's the best and i've talked about it on this podcast plenty of times before and like how it is really smart to like bring it in but how do you do that you know on a date when you're like getting to know somebody mm-hmm. you're like do you just want to glance at this and just put some check marks next to the things that you're okay yeah. with or <laughs> you i know? mean a date like, okay, do you want to spend your time on this date, like, I don't know, talking about uh, your day at the DMV? Or do you want to spend it talking about, hey, what were some really great sex yeah. experiences? What were some bad sex experiences? But what people get a little jealous talking about previous sexual experiences with the person oh. they're trying to have sex with. See, this is the part where I disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I used to be such a jealous person and I've worked on it so much that now, like, my roommate and best friend sleeps with literally every anybody I like romantically am seeing or am casually Robbie. seeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like jealousy is a, a different. <laughs> I can just see Robbie right now. They walk out of your room and Robbie's like, hey, what's up? Do you want to go to my room? Or <laughs> Literally like I, this has happened so many times recently, but I'll have somebody over to shoot content and I'll, he'll come in and be like, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, <laughs> Do you want to join? You can join. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I actually hold on. Want let me join. show. I'll be right back. <laughs> and I'm like, this happened recently with Kenneth James. I'm like full on hard. And I'm just like, I just want to have sex. So just give me 30 minutes. I'll be back. Okay. And you have to take a break so your roommate can join in. But I mean, luckily, Robbie is just... Robbie is Robbie and you really can't say no to him. He's no. just such a fun loving guy. And I mean, yeah, he's got one of those penises where again, you're just like, all right. Yeah. Get on. It in Come here. on. Anybody. It's fine. It'll be fine. But yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> so my whole, well, this is off topic, but it, porn has also made me really cognizant of the things that make me jealous and the things that don't make me jealous. Yeah. But yeah. So talking about people that get jealous of you talking about previous sexual partners I know. just can't even fathom that anymore. But yeah. I guess that it's, it's real. It's true. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know if I'd want to be with somebody that couldn't talk about previous experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. that but that, that's the world that we live in. Yeah. It's not the world everybody else lives in. Speaking of the okay. world that only we live in, okay. we get to have a no list in yes. porn. Your no list can contain people or it can contain things like things that you're not comfortable with doing Mm -hmm. do you have a no list in real life and do you tell people before you get into bed like these are my like Mm -hmm. hardcore will not do's so i'm pretty flexible and i'm such a like service sexual that i get off on like getting the other person off yeah um and genuinely being interested in that so i can be convinced of most anything (laughs) Um, including your roommate joining yeah, all no, of your sexual experiences. Because even then, with that, I know it gives the woman an experience that she wouldn't normally get. Yeah. And that gets me off. Um, but I used to, 
like I, I get so tired of like we get on set and we know it's not an anal scene and people are like don't stick anything in my butt. I'm like yes, obviously you don't stick anything in your <laughs> no, butt. No, but I will say even on non-anal days, if you don't say don't put something in my butt, somebody's gonna put a, yeah. a thumb in there or a tongue or a finger or it's something, true. and it does happen. And I'm like, don't, I didn't clean it. Yeah, like I don't want you to smell my shit. You right. know, like so it happens. Um. But I, I used to say don't bite my lips because mm. that's like one thing that just annoys me is getting my lips bitten. Okay. Um, but now I'll say that, I guess, but I don't say anything else because I say like I, ha- I have no problem stopping the scene or saying no or just yeah. pulling back. But I've n- I really can't think of an example of a woman crossing a boundary of mine. That's like good. even when it comes to ask stuff, they'll usually ask beforehand like mm-hmm. – if they want to do something beyond like the normal, like, do you like your ass licked or whatever? And I'll just be like, let me just double baby yeah. wipe, even though I like showered right before. Let me just <laughs> yeah. completely make... Let me just take something yes. in there really quick yeah, and just yeah. rim it out. Just yeah. Well. But yeah. yeah, I haven't hit that. So, but again, I don't have a, I don't feel pressured to do things. And I, yeah. um, so I'm much more worried about what's on the woman's list. And because a lot of women feel pressured to say yes or in the moment, like I want them to be very, very clear. And I also want to empower them to know that they can say no or stop the scene if there's anything, not that we're anticipating that, right. but yeah. So I don't, I don't really have a no list. I just feel comfortable saying no. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. So I know you like to really please women and that's kind of your point is that you always want to make sure that they're taken care of. But does that mean that you don't like enjoy getting a blowjob? So for the longest time, I never came from getting a blowjob when I was like growing up. Like it was. Or did you just tell women that so they'd all suck your dick and try to get you off? Because I feel like that's a thing. <laughs> it would be. I like. I like blowjobs, but it's not what makes me come. Is like missionary, like fucking missionary. Um, Interesting. Or if you're really good at hand jobs. Hand jobs. I know it's something about like the pressure. You can just get more pressure, and the dirty talk. I know. I am Everybody's not. Different. Yeah. It's okay. Hand jobs are not. I just feel so weird about hand jobs. I yeah. remember I got booked. This is so early on in my career, but I got booked for a hand job. <laughs> and I remember being down there and this dick is in my face and I'm just like hand. And I was like, Juno, how do you not put <laughs> not it in your mouth it, yeah. at this point? Like, yeah. it's so crazy to me. It's like, it's like if somebody told you to chew gum with your fingers, you'd be like, why? I don't understand <laughs> Why I can't just, just put, put it in my, in mouth, my yeah. mouth? That's <laughs> it where it goes. Make I have a mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. All right, hand jobs noted. Yeah, but so. yeah, blow job. I think it's because it's like sometimes it's the cusp of being ticklish, mm. and it's really hard to articulate exactly what I like during a blowjob because it's like you'll hit it for a moment and be like that. Uh, wait, no, that. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's. It's like specific pressure. That's how I feel about me getting oral. Yeah. 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 I could see that. That, that the moment you sense. hit it, I'm like, well, that was it. Uh, you lost but it. it. Yeah. Okay. We're done. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know how to. Okay. So you need to suck. Yeah. But narrow your mouth. I don't know. There's just. I think a man will know he's doing good if I'm not saying anything mm. when he's eating me out. If I'm just like in a land, then you're doing great. But other than that, it's probably not. Depending on the guy and depending on me. He might be like, oh, she's so vocal, right? <laughs> 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 I'm doing great. <laughs> She's so. If a woman is like very articulate with her dirty talk, I'm like, I'm doing nothing. Yes. Yeah. Because she has so much concentration. Yeah. She can think about all the words yeah. she's saying. That's true. Remember that, gentlemen. If she's doing hella dirty talk, yeah. you ain't doing 
anything. For this one side I shoot for, it's a POV thing where I'm part of the scene is we're having a conversation yeah. while I'm fucking. And you really get a good sense <laughs> of like some people I can just have a full on conversation and there is no hesitancy. And then there's other people that like they keep losing their train of thought and they're breathing heavy. And you're like, OK. This. But it also like you can be doing the exact same thing to different women and it just affects them differently. Yeah. That was going to be my follow up question is like, obviously, I'm sure you enjoy giving women cunnilingus, mm -hmm. but it, are there any tips? But I guess your tip would just be like ask them what they want so a big thing i didn't realize before the industry is i realized there's a lot of with a huge divide on women who like fingers inside of them and women who don't like fingers inside of them. so that is a big thing true like, do you ask how i'm many, an in yeah how many fingers do you like um another big one is do you want a soft tongue or a hard tongue on the clip mm, good question right? yeah yeah and then do you want a lot of like sucking pressure on the clit mm. or just more and some people it's not even about sucking or licking it's about like they just want your face mashed and moving hard mm. it's like that yeah pressure yeah that makes sense but it really just i think it's different for everybody and also obviously like you know how big your clit is how sensitive your clit yeah. is because a lot of women don't like clit stimulation at all, which is mind blowing to me mm. because I would like a jackhammer down there at any point in time, you know, so I like all the pressure. But. Also, something for me, but this is also for women, is like I learned in porn, my biggest turn on is being relaxed. Mm. But this is also many women's biggest turn on is being relaxed yeah. and being around a guy they're comfortable and feel safe with. And this is also true of dominating hardcore sex is they want to be with that kind of alpha male, but they want to be with a guy who they feel comfortable yeah. and safe with Agreed. and can relax around. So a lot of women feel very insecure about their pussies or how it smells or looks or whatever it is. And because of that fact, they are not good with receiving oral sex because they spend the entire yeah. time being insecure so they can't relax. Very true. So it might be that they like the sensation, but they're not mentally relaxed. And if they're not mentally relaxed, they're not going to be enjoying it. Very so knowing true. that, can also help. Yeah. That's a, such a good point though. What do you think? I think you might've mentioned this earlier, but we're going to do it again. <laughs> what do you think is the one thing that is the biggest turn on for you about a woman or something that a woman does? I feel like the scent was a big one for you. Uh, but. I have a few things that I've really zeroed in on. And okay. so <laughs> it's going to, going to be a little bit Freudian, but um, <laughs> growing up, I grew up very Catholic, and so the only way I could conceive of sex is if I was forced into having sex. Um, so you'll see where this is going. <laughs> I'm a little I'm, nervous yeah, no, of where this I, is I going. Don't, I'm not on like the sub-spectrum. But also, when I started dating, I was like, I really like dominant women. But it wasn't that. It was just that I was so shy to approach women that I only dated women who approached me. Okay, fair. But also, I really get off on like... Um, sexually empowered women who know what they want and are going after it and are very sexual. So like, I don't like teen porn and it's not because mm -hmm. I don't like teen bodies. It's because they usually play the like, what are you doing? Yes. Like, I don't like that. I want yeah. her to be a slut and want to be there and to actively be trying to fuck me and me being right. like, I don't know about this. <laughs> like I want her just like all over, like let's yeah. fucking go. Um, we're going to fuck whether you like this or yeah, not. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have a choice. Because <laughs> yeah. in my like Catholic boy brain, I was like, the, that's the only way I can have sex is if I don't have a choice. <laughs> like, I had to do this. 
Um, it was life or death if yeah. I didn't give her my dick. But also, I think I've just always, I I know some guys are really intimidated by like powerful yeah. women. I am not in that. Actually, I work for so many women. And there's a reason I work for women is because like I love women who are in charge. I like yeah. boss bitches. Like it does not threaten me. Like if a woman makes more than me, I'm like fucking bravo. <laughs> great. It doesn't hurt me. She can me. buy me better gifts. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. I, <laughs> Um, but the Freudian part of that, I think, is in my family. My mom was much more of a, like, she taught me how to build a fence and stuff. So I just was never, I never saw women as, like, weak. Weak, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I also love your connection with your mom. You, <laughs> no, I'm being very no, honest. No. You and your mom have such an amazing relationship. Yeah. And you're so very close. And she does seem very supportive of you in general, which is so nice. Yeah, and it's great because she is very Catholic. Um, and... She, I don't get into details. I don't get into the details. Like okay. she knows I'm in it and she's no, knows I've dated adult performers and I okay. brought them home and met. The greatest thing about my parents is like, they're not, they're so weirdly not judgmental. Like okay. as much as I feel like they should, they would be or should be, <laughs> they're just like kind of obliviously happy. They're like, Oh great. <laughs> yeah. But with like, especially now that my mom is getting older and she has Parkinson's and uh, the, we used to like, I'd come home and she'd put on a CD about a priest talking about the evils of pornography. Oh, and being like, really? When you first got into it, she would do that? Yeah, but it wasn't like, once we got, like, we don't argue. I'm not, we're not like a fighting family. We're not right. like yelling oh, at each I other. It was just kind of like, a fighting family. <laughs> like we love her and she's supportive. I think she knows like I'm a good person and yeah. I'm not evil and all of those things. And mm. I think the bigger things that, I'm I identify as atheist and I think that's probably a bigger that concern her. her but also she knows like she, let's see how to say this she I think she sees that there's certain flaws with Catholicism because she, she grew up like in a conservative Kansas farming community mm -hmm. um, same same girl yeah and she grew up like you know they taught her you know gay is evil all those things but you know, then she worked with gay people and mm. she had gay friends. Like she didn't hate them. She wasn't mm -hmm. like persecuting them. She was never like a picketer. And so I think it's the same with pretty much everything else mm. is like she doesn't see people as evil people. Like she didn't think because Native Americans didn't have Jesus that they went to hell. Mm -hmm. She just thinks they're good people who, yeah. you know, so I she is a good person. She's not judgmental. There's just certain of her ideas um, don't match, but I, that doesn't mean she loves me any less. No, I totally get that. I feel that my mom is kind of in the same boat. She very much is, has her religious mindset and does not love what I do, yeah. but chooses to love me like, yeah. instead. And good for them. Yeah. I'm like, and I love her even though yeah. I don't agree with all of same. Beliefs. Yeah. I'm like, I hate your belief system. <laughs> I think it's absolutely <laughs> asinine and it's weird that I can't come to Thanksgiving, but whatever. So love you, you know? Mm -hmm. So it is what it is. Okay. What do you think, now this is your lesson to the men out there. Oh, okay. What do you think men can do to get laid more often? <laughs> Such a thing, especially right now. I feel like there's this thing going around that like men are mm. in this loneliness epidemic, you know, yeah. like, you know, all these red pilled men are like, so they're anti-women at yeah. this point. So what do men need to be doing to be getting laid more often and be happier? 
I have so many tips on this, and it's not because mm-hmm. I was ever naturally good at it. It's because I was naturally bad at it, and I was forced to learn and look at it objectively. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the biggest divides that's happening now is with online isolation, um, and only your only interactions are with people online, yeah. and so you're not developing these social skills. But my biggest tip, and this is something I knew all the way back in middle school, is that you need to find a way to be in the sphere of the people that you want to have sex with. Um, so I was attracted to porn stars, so I found a way to <laughs> be around porn stars, and I started having sex with porn stars. Yeah. Um, so you need to, even like in middle school, when I was going to high school, I transferred to a school with hotter women. <laughs> <laughs> it was also like a wealthier school, and I wanted to be around wealthy people to understand what it was like in that that world. So it's it's location, location, location. You need to find a way to physically be in their presence because being around people is like you are around me enough. You're like, okay, this guy is safe. This guy mm-hmm. is cool. Because what most guys fail to appreciate is that men are the number one biggest danger for women. Yeah, true. And you're coming at these women on social media. Their biggest concern is not like is he going to be, you know, is he going to get me off? Their biggest concern is, is he going to murder me? Yes. Yeah. So you have to find a way to be around them and show that you're a normal, regular guy. Like be, go to yoga class, find a way to be in their sphere, learn how to talk to people at bars and be normal. And I think that is the number one biggest thing, but yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. So like if you're just being an online jockey and you spent your entire time trying to flirt with people online, like it's just perverting your worldview and your ability to talk to people and your ability to understand like what's normal in the social. Um, I did know a guy, this was really interesting. A, a guy that I worked with who set up a female profile on dating apps mm-hmm. just to understand what it was like from other guys. Yeah. To yeah. have that perspective of guys hitting them up and like what worked and what stood out and all of that. Um, but yes, do you do they need more tips or is that no? I like that one, but <laughs> they need a tip on this. Okay, how do men get the biggest, tastiest loads? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking Everybody me that? wants to know. <laughs> do you not have big tasty loads? I don't know. Do I? I mean, I don't remember the taste. But <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've ever heard zinc. Uh, increases your load size, mm-hmm. and I've looked at different uh, pills, um, and all of those pills are just loaded with zinc. So bigger zinc. load size, zinc. I also learned this tip long before I was in porn: is uh, you don't need to to come every single day. So if you're mm. if you're want a bigger load uh, for a woman on like Saturday, maybe don't come. Save <laughs> the it first days leading up to it. And then the only other thing with um, the taste of your cum is citric uh pineapple is the one that everybody notes that you'll taste uh lower sodium um hydrate and don't do things that will make your urine smell will also make your cum taste bad so asparagus uh coffee onions um eliminate those and usually i just think like the day leading up to that yeah, but honestly, be healthy. I was going to say being healthy in general is a huge play into that because mm-hmm. I I mean obviously I've Tasted a lot of loads. <laughs> they don't all taste the same. Let me tell you that. You can tell someone's like health by mm-hmm. their gum. But what I will also say is that 
Robbie, we love Robbie. He did the great American Robbie com- Apples. come off. If you want to look up Robbie Apples, this is a roommate who yeah. fucks everybody. So he's like, he was vegan at the time. He's like he's super healthy. He's not vegan healthy. anymore? No. Okay. Um, so he did this thing where mm-hmm. he had different male porn stars come and then women tasted it to see whose was best. <laughs> I love Robbie. Robbie lost. Oh, no. <laughs> it like completely disproved his thing because it was a blind taste test. The guy who won was Chad Alva, and like he was talking about his diet beforehand. It was like I eat a lot of hot Doritos, dogs, yeah, yeah, and like beer. So <laughs> genetics. Okay. Also realized though that a lot of women, unless you're coming in their mouth, they don't yeah. know that they care how big no. the taste of your load is. No, they don't. I think that's more of a man, yeah, question than anything. Um, we've already answered that question. <laughs> <laughs> how. This question, I feel like I get all of the time from people online, and they oh, I know exactly what this question is. <laughs> How do you keep from getting people pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's, there's different ways to do this one. <laughs> one, <laughs> um, try not to sleep with people who are. Uh, not on some form of birth control. Accurate. Um, also, try not to sleep with people who um, are actively like... Trying to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> if they say things like, I don't believe in abortion, <laughs> don't sleep with them. Not that I was ever actively like trying to come inside of these <laughs> people. Um also, don't come inside people. <laughs> yeah, don't come, I don't let anybody come inside. Yeah. All of my, um, like fake, in, your cream pies. Yeah, all my cream pies are all fake. Oh, I don't do a real cream pie. Yeah. yeah. Um, it also just throws off a lot of women's pH. Yeah. Like, so, um, <laughs> also, what or, you, you can do is get a vasectomy, which yes. I just had. A week ago. I'm so proud of you, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. There's very few myself. men in porn who have had vasectomies, which I think is so crazy. But Yeah, there's uh, two or three guys that I can think of. I don't. I won't name them because I don't know if that hurts their fan base, if people know they're... I don't I think don't know, so, that but, they can just come in you for yeah, free. Two of great. the top male performers I know have vasectomies, and it's partially one because when you get to that level where you're making that kind of money and you're that sought after... Is there's going to be a few crazy people who yeah. want to have your baby. That's true. Um, you're like, I don't know, a C-list celebrity at that point, and there are going to be some people who just want to have your kid. And it's happened. Yes, it has happened. I know a few people have porn babies. Karma, um, though, for that one person I'm thinking oh, of, but it's fine. Yes. <laughs> um, we might have to cut that out. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I, I think there's one, like... I would hate if there was a birth control for men that fucked with our hormones. I would hate that. So yeah. I don't know why. Like, I don't feel comfortable make, feeling like women. It's on the women to do that. Yeah. I took myself off birth control yeah. a while back, but I also haven't shot yeah. for companies for a while. But like, it, it's just crazy to me that we, we put all this pressure on women to do it when like, guys, we could so easily get a vasectomy. And I, I was, I never really envisioned having kids when I was younger. I was, you know, when you're a kid and you think about your future, I was like thought about my future in terms of like Indiana Jones or something where there's like <laughs> going on adventures and there was a new woman in each, you know, episode yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It was never like, I'm going to be a dad. Um, so I, I can always adopt. It's fine. Yeah. My, my brother's genes are better than mine. They're out there. 
Um, my jeans so are not particularly great. You could have Robbie just impregnate yeah. whoever for you uh, he'll, also. He's going to have a kid. I'll be a great uncle to <laughs> yeah. his kid. Yeah. But it's just so much safer. And now mm. I don't have to have that that concern. I've had two men in my immediate family whose the course of their life has been irrevocably altered by pregnancy issues. And both of those pregnancies turned out to be like um, one wasn't their kid and the other... Uh, pregnancy didn't actually happen Mm. but it altered the courses of life and I never want to be I've learned in my life I cannot control other people all I control is my relationship to them and how much control I give them over me so that's true with um, women performers other guys is I can't control what you do to me I can control how you are in my life but with pregnancy somebody gets pregnant (laughs) That's giving somebody control yeah. over me. And that's something I never want to give them that power yeah. to do. So I made the snipped choice. It. Snipped it. But also. <clears throat> How uh, was it? So easy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Are you doctor, in and out? Do you drive yourself? I drove myself. Um, the whole thing took less than an hour. I They just put a numbing agent, which is probably the most painful part. It was just a needle. I don't want to say it was. I don't know. Into I, your penis or balls. balls? Got it. Um, there's three people in the room. <laughs> And they put your dick through this little, like, there's a hole in this gown, and they put it in. It's like a glory hole. Nice. And they tape your dick up. Um, and then, yeah, they go in. And, like, I didn't want to look because I didn't want to be weirded out. But yeah. I was talking to the doctor the whole time, and he was like, honestly, I was thinking about requiring all of my patients going forward to be unconscious for this because he's had a few guys who freaked out. Mm. But it was just a mental thing. Like, I, yeah. like, uh, like I said, the weirdest part was just you're getting a needle. And then there's a little pinch when they they breach the skin. Mm. And then you smell them cauterizing the tube. Yum. But I I don't know. You deal with such worse pain. Yeah. And the recovery? So this was, I drove myself home the next day. I worked out. um, You worked out the next day? Yeah. They told me to to take it easy, but I... (laughs) I know my body and it, I took it easier. Like I wasn't yeah. straining super hard. I yeah. haven't, I've held off running, but I jogged a little bit today and it was fine. Um, there's just a little bit You're not bit afraid of, like your ball is just going to fall out into the ground or something? No. No. <laughs> the stitch is healing. Um, is it just one stitch? One on each side. Okay. Yeah, I could show you. They like, like went in like with little things on each side and just... Yeah, you just tied a little bow. <laughs> That's what I imagine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> I would like to see though. I would like but, to see. Yeah, it was so so simple. I mean, I guess they're always. I am a big fear of commitment, <laughs> which partially why I'm getting this because I don't want to commit to a child with somebody who I don't right. want to have a child with. But just the com- commitment of like, I, uh, I guess I don't want to have children. I mean, there's always a little part you're like, maybe it will change my mind. But it's been. I'm forty. No, One, if I'm, I could get a vasectomy in a fucking heartbeat, yeah. but our procedure is like mm. vastly different. Mm. It's like a whole like thing. They take out part of your uterus. It's like a, it's a fucking yeah. real surgery, you know? Now I'm also excited about advertising my vasectomy online mm. for girls who don't normally do cream pies yeah. because they're not on birth control. And yeah. Like, yeah. I'm your girl. Well, well, All right. We, we got to wrap this up. up. <laughs> Not anymore. I got a second. No, yeah, we don't have to wrap that up. We have to wrap this up. All right. Uh, Sean, tell the people where they can find you. So I'm at Sean Alf, S H A W N A L F F. And that is on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok or SeanAlf.com. 
And you can see him blow loads into everybody without any risk. No risk at all. It's wonderful. All right, guys. As always, if you like what you saw, hit that little subscribe button. And until next time, adios.